Today is about the power of you. You will change the world. You're listening to the Chronicles of Living podcast. Do the damn thing. Where we talk to visionary dreamers like you about living their best life. Fulfill the highest, truest expression of yourself. It's time to step into the past, present, and future with an open and healthy mind. Now let's talk. Dreamers, how is everybody doing on Let's Talk Sunday? This is Adion, your dream pusher, your lifeguard, saving you from yourself, from the world, from some real bullshit. And you are listening to Chronicles of Living podcast show, the show for everyday people doing everyday things, living everyday life. You know, it's extraordinary, folk. Over here doing a damn thing the best way we can. And I want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to everyone all across the world. I love you guys. If I could see you all, I would give you a big hug. We all can use a big hug every now and then. You know, sometimes that big hug just make our day, our week, our month, sometimes our year. (laughs) You never know. But to you newcomers out there... Just want to give you a little brief description of the show. This show is just what I just said. It's for everyday people doing everyday things. We just come on here and just talk about things that's going on in the world, going on in our life. Try to look at things from a different angle. See how we can, you know, get through some challenges and live out our best life now. You know, our dreams and our visions and, and execute our goals and get done with our tasks that we put forth in life, you know? And so I just share stories about me, about, you know, different situations, about things I've read or things I've seen. And that's what it is. So thank you guys. And please definitely share the show. Subscribe if you listen to YouTube, listen, listening on YouTube. Um, comment below. I, I try my best to remember this stuff, but I'll be so excited about the title and I just want to jump right in. So let's just jump right in. So this title came to me today. I went for my little nature walk. You know, as y'all know, um, I just want to encourage y'all to get out in nature. I know that's something we can all do during this time and you don't know what it would do to you. Just get out there. I don't care if it's for just a five-minute walk. Get out there in nature. Get with some trees near some grass or something, you know. And then when I came on back, you know, this might be TMI, but it's really not because y'all need to do this too. I took me a nice salt bath, Epsom salt and sea salt bath because that helps you to gain, you know, ground your energy. It helps you to relieve toxins out of your body and and just get back on the right path. And as I was doing that, this title came to my head, you know, at the end of it all. I'm like, what are you doing to me, spirit? Last week it was home is. Now it's at the end of it all. Like what? <laughs> at the end of what? <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just going where spirit take me with this, okay, guys? But, you know, what I got from this title, you know, right away is that Just like I said in the description, um, we know our birthday 
but we don't know our death day. But basically, you know, we live life. Once we're born, we grow up and everything. We just, we just walking along, do the dee dee dee, you know, living our life, doing whatever we think we're supposed to be doing or whatever we have to do, uh, rather is whatever we have to do to survive or whatever we um, think we have to do to appease others or whatever we think we are supposed to be doing uh, with our life, you know, basically. But, um, you know, we don't know our death day. So, you know, in the description I said, if you if you did know, if you know how they say, you know, in the movies, they'd be like, yeah, you know, you got three months to live. And sometimes in real life, you know, they try to tell you that. But, you know, some people surpass that time and some people actually um, leave and transcend, um, transcend during the time frame that the doctor says. So, you know, and I say to that that, I believe that we are in control of our life. We are in control. Yes, you know, it's unfortunate that some of us can get sick and, you know, we transcend um, earlier than we expected. But other of us, you know, if we get sick, we will ourselves into getting well. You know, we really do have that power, whether you believe it or not. If you go search up different stories with people that have uh, came down with different um, rare diseases or things of that nature, they really have willed themselves back to life again. You know, um, if you knew when, what would you be doing? What would you change about your life? You know, what would you stop doing? What habits would you stop doing? What new habits would you pick up? What, what are the things that you have been telling yourself Time after time, I'm getting ready to start this. I'm getting ready to do that. You know, what are the ideas that has been flowing through your head time after time, year after year, and you say, you know what, I'm going to start that. I'm going to do that. And then two years later, you look back and you're like, mm, damn. You come across that idea again, you'd be like, damn, I wonder if I would have started that when I thought of it, where would I be right now? You know? If I would have pursued that thing or that person or, you know, that uh, business partnership, whatever it is, where would I be right now? I think about if I would have started my YouTube channel in 2009 like I started out to do and I allowed myself to get distracted because of, someone kind of taking well trying to steal my idea and I got caught up in that but I didn't stop I just went a different route and that's when I started really learning how to build websites and everything like that but nevertheless I had made different videos and was like yeah I'm gonna start it I'm gonna start it I'm gonna start it and now I have the YouTube channel <laughs> and I've got a ton of videos on there and I'm still not on there <laughs> on a consistent basis so this is what I'm saying, guys, you know, um, I'm not on it because, you know, like I talked to y'all, um, I think it was a week or two ago, sometimes um, we trick ourselves into believing that we don't have the time to do a certain thing. Or maybe, ooh, I don't think I said that. I think I said that on another video I'm supposed to be posting, so scratch that. But anyway, you heard it. So <laughs> I'll say that sometimes we trick ourselves into believing that we can't do a thing or that we don't have a time for a thing. And um, it's not true. You know, we have the time 
really kind of to do what we want to do. I mean, I get it because I know my mom, she she calls me sometime and she's like, well, I just want to hear your voice. Like, I just, I know you're busy, but uh, and then she makes me feel bad. <laughs> she listening. But I know that we have to learn how to map out our time better. I'm sure that we all can learn to do that. You know, like I tell y'all always, these shows are not just for you, but they're for me too. You know what I mean? I never know what spirit is going to bring through me, you know, what's the message and until I start talking, you know, and then when I listen back, I'll be like, Ooh, that's a good point or whatever, you know? So we got to stop tricking ourselves into believing that we don't have the time and work at making a way to have the time. And even if it's not, you know, an everyday thing, but maybe condensing it down and starting it off to maybe like a once a week thing or once a month thing, as long as you get started on what it is that you keep telling yourself that you don't have the time to do, but you know you need to do it, or you feel in your heart or your spirit that you're pulled to that thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Um... Um, some of my clients this week and, you know, my conversations this week had a lot to do with, and I think this is taken back um, from, you know, some of the uh, past shows. I think this is kind of like a consistent thing. And maybe this is something that, you know, God just or spirit universe just want to get out to you guys um, is about codependency. You know, we live our lives and some of us feel that we have to, or we are responsible for, um, how can I say this? Helping people find themselves or helping people be protected or helping people, um, just, just needing to be there for people thinking that if, if you're not there anymore, or if you remove yourself or if you, you know what I'm saying? go and do your own thing that the whole world will just fall apart. You know what I mean? This has been a consistent conversation with, um, some of my clients and, um, a couple conversations I had. And I, I, am going to say to you what I said to them. Um, we're responsible for us, right? You know, when it comes to, of course, you know, older adults or, you know, even some teens, we got to let teens learn on their own. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, sometimes we could be codependent on others. And sometimes we can allow people to be codependent on us, you know? And where that comes from is we get into this whole feeling of void. Some void that's within us that when we feel like we're needed by others, we feel a sense of wholeness, if I could say it that way. You know what I'm saying? I know the title is at the end of the day, and this is where I'm going with it, okay? Um, so we we feel like if a person needs us, you know what I'm saying? We feel like we're relevant. We feel like we're making a difference. We feel like, you know, um, you know, we're 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 these super people. You know, but in the actuality, when we become codependent or when uh, we allow other people to be co- be 
be codependent on us, we're actually acting as a crutch to them. You know what I'm saying? Or they're a crutch to us. And it's it's a, a sense of holding back your growth, you know, in different areas of your life. It's not allowing you to grow because sometimes it could be on one part where, you know, people are codependent on you to do everything, to be there and to, you know, they count on you. They know that you're the reliable one, you you know, and they're living their life the way they want to live their life, how they want to live it, you know, but yet you feel this need to just be there. You got to hold the fork down. You got to, you the one that's holding the glue together in your head, in your head. That's, that's what you believe. You know what I'm saying? But they're doing what they want to do with their life. They're living their best life the best way they can. And you over here cutting your life in half, and you giving them half of your life, and then you only keeping half of your life to yourself. You, you give y'all see y'all see how that makes sense. You know, sometimes we don't recognize this though. Sometimes when we need to talk to people that's on the outside looking in, that's not attached to your situation, so that you can see your situation. You know, I talk a lot about sometimes we depend on people to make us happy. Sometimes we depend on people to make us feel loved. Sometimes we depend on people to just brighten our day, whatever it is, you know, if it becomes a form of dependency, then that's codependent. You know what I'm saying? You codependent on that fix. You codependent on that Starbucks coffee every morning to get you through work when you really don't need that Starbucks coffee. And that caffeine is not really that good for you. Or you really don't need that cigarette. Because I know if it's some of my clients that smoke cigarettes listening, you really don't need that cigarette. We've had those conversations. And I tell people to write down when it is that you feel like you need whatever it is that you need to get you through that day, that week. Rather be a cigarette. Rather be some weed, rather be a drink, rather be some sex or whatever. If you feel the need for it, that's a form of codependency. Write down how you're feeling at that time when you when you feel that craving. If you feel like you need that pizza, that you, that's me <laughs> talking to me now. <laughs> you feel like you need that pizza that you know is really not good for you. It's only going to make your booty bigger. <laughs> Write down your emotion at that time. What are you feeling at that time? What are you going through at that time? These are the little small steps we can take to, to, you know, cut those things that we are codependent on. Um, One of my um, loved ones, we talked in, you know, they, they believe like, you know, if they leave, you know, they grandbabies and, you know, the grandbabies need them. But yet, they feel like they want to have their life, you know, but yet the grandbabies, you know, they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. The thing is, we trick ourselves in our head because of that, because sometimes we can be in fear. Sometimes we, we get in fear of, again, the unknown way of doing things, doing things different. When we have a routine, we have this routine in life. So it's like anything outside of that routine, some of us can start to fear that because it, it's unknown. 
So we don't know how it's going to flow. And I don't know why my cat keep trying to come when I'm doing this show. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> but sometimes we can, you know, have this fear because we don't know how, you know, doing something different is going to look. We don't know how it's going to pan out. So we we get in that false, um, you know, that false sense of, well, we tell ourselves, we tell ourselves, we'll, we'll look at all the things that will go wrong or that could go wrong. Let's say that we'll see all the things that could go wrong and we fix ourselves on that instead of looking at all the things that could go right. That's where we got to learn how to focus on that. We got to focus on what is it that can go right? If we start changing our routine, what is it that can go right? If I start really taking back the other half of me and I start living a life the way I want to live my life. And then that way, maybe I can meet the people that I'm supposed to meet. You get what I'm saying? In this time, space and reality that can help me to grow, that can help me to become and evolve into this person that I never knew I can be. I never knew I could be because I let go of the codependency, you know? So that goes back to, I'm asking you again, at the end of it all, at the end of it all, if, if God forbid your day was over tomorrow, how would you feel about your life? How would you feel about that second half of your life that you never allowed to explore? You never allowed to do the things that you want to do, the things that your spirit is calling you to do, the things that in your heart you know, you know you want to do. You get what I'm saying? How would you feel about that if you was just this spirit that just transcend and you didn't get a chance to tap in and to let go? Who is it that you would keep in your life and who is it that you would let go of? A lot of times, sometimes we get caught up in, um, again, um, just the everyday life. And I'm just used to this. I'm just used to these people. I'm just, even if the people are toxic, some of us get fixated on that. You know, well, this is what I know. I'm used to this. So I'm just going to deal with this toxic uh, you know, community, toxic person, toxic, uh, business partner, toxic job, uh, you know, all of these things, toxic boss. I'm gonna deal with this because this is what I know. This is what I'm used to. So what's the point? <laughs> Would you change that? Would you get the courage up if, if you really, you know, just something just, let you know, you know, your intuition lets you know that your days are numbered. Would you change that? Is that what it has to take for you to change that? How about that? Is it that something drastic has to happen for you to realize that you only get one shot in this time, space, and reality? People look at me and they say, you know, the people that know me, you know, I had a conversation with somebody, um, a loved one last week and 
you know, they were asking me, you know, what I was doing and things of that nature. I hadn't, you know, talked about what I was doing. And, and they were like, you always got your hands into something. You, you know, this and any other. But I can, I can hear through what they said. You know what I mean? And like I always say, some people think that I'm a wild card. But at the end of my day, I, at the end of, the, of it all, for me, I can say that I lived. I can say that I experienced life. I can say that I experienced people. I can say that I experienced different relationships, meaning not intimacy, but I mean as in people, relationships that I've met through my different moves and my different jobs, and I've learned something from everyone, whether it was bad or good. You know, and I don't think that... The, the bad was really bad. I think maybe it's like a thing of, oh, wow. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's, it's, it's a whole thing of sometimes I could look at it like, wow, God, I'm, I'm, I'm so blessed. You hear what I'm saying? Sometimes you can meet people and, you, and, and God will allow you to see that person in a light that makes you know how blessed you are. Y'all get what I'm saying? But if you don't meet different people and you're used to the same things in life, how would you know that? Sometimes we don't even know how blessed we are because we're so used to the same routine. And sometimes we can be around people that are complainers that, you know, they just they just find something to complain about. Just something. <laughs> it's something. I don't, it just can be something. It's like, come on now already, you know? And, you know, I say to uh, people that find something negative, I always say, you know, look, okay, but this good happened, that good happened, you know what I mean? To just turn it all around. We got to start looking at what's good in our lives. We got to start really living our lives, God. I mean, guys, um, because some of us are not living. Some of us are just here. <laughs> I had a show way back that said something like, are you living or existing or something or just existing? Look up that show, guys, if you if you fall into any of these categories that I'm talking about. It was a while back, but I think it was, are you living or existing? Something like that, you know? So are you? Are you living or are you just existing? Are you just existing and doing the things that everybody expects of you? Are you acting the way everybody expects you to act? Are you doing for people what people expect you to do for them? Even if those people don't deserve it. And I'm going to say it that way. I know I used to be that way. So I know I'm not the only one that, you know, does things like that. You know, because I, I do things out the kindness of my heart and I just, you know, if, if they take it for granted, then I just like, okay, well, whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? I keep it moving, but I don't, I don't carry that baggage with me to, you know, and let it affect any type of friendship relationship with anybody else. I just look at it like, okay, I can't, uh, do that for that person or for those people or whatever. And I just keep it moving. So, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of it all, guys, 
I need y'all to have that conversation with you, with yourself after this podcast show. I need you to, no, seriously, I need you to write it down. What is it that you giving yourself to that you know you need to stop giving yourself to? And when I say, what is it? What is it? What is them? What is, you know what I mean? Whatever it is. You know what it is that you're giving yourself to. And it's a form of codependency. I think we all have some type of uh, vice that we can um, curve back on that allow us to have um, more time in our life or, you know, help us to grow more if we curve back on those things that we're giving ourselves to, you know, or those people that we're giving ourselves to. I I had a talk with my son and, you know, as they say, you know, your, your top five friends is basically, you know, some of you and who you are and kind of how your energy flows and things of that nature. No, no matter if, you know, you're a leader, you're a strong person, that doesn't matter. And I could say that because I know I'm a leader. I know I'm a strong person, but I know when I was young and I was his age, you know, I kind of fell into, you know, hang. I mean, I didn't go all wild out, but I do know when I look back at my life, I've done things that I probably wouldn't have done if I had not been, you know, hanging with different groups of people. You get what I'm saying? It wasn't like detrimental, but it was, it was, it just wasn't in my character. You know what I'm saying? But I had to learn that. I had to go through those things to learn me and to learn the things that I like and I dislike. And, you know, you have to experience certain things like that so that you can kind of figure out who you really are. Figure out your, your true character. Figure out, you know, the, two, the true essence of you, your spirit, your soul. So I'm glad, you know, I experienced those things. But I was telling him, you know, he loves the gaming thing and he has, you know, his friends and... I, you know, I love him. I love his friends, but, uh, you know, they're not really pursuing. They're not moving forward. Smart, smart, smart young men. They went to college with him and all of that. And I was just telling him like, you know, what are they doing? What, what, how are they moving forward? What, do they have any goals? Do they, you know what I'm saying? And, and I was just telling him, you know, you got to balance out your time. And this was a while ago, but ever since we had that talk, um, no, at first he, I think he, he didn't really get it, but then it just clicked in him. And then after that, it was just was like, he just was like going ham on, you know, getting things done and being disciplined and, you know, handling his business. And, and I just said to him just yesterday, I was like, you know, I said, now you see what I'm talking about, about the fact that, yeah, you can have friends, you can have good friends, and you can, you know, spend time with your friends, but you need to learn how to balance out your life so that you benefit the way you're supposed to with your life. Not meaning from people, but from yourself. You need to know how to balance out the time and give yourself the time so that you can get ahead with the things that you're supposed to be doing in life. You know what I mean? You need to be around people that's moving in the same direction as you. They have the somewhat the same mentality as you do, like-minded people. Because then when you're around like-minded people, you're not shrinking yourself to fit the mold. You hear what I'm saying? 
You're not, you don't have to because you're not concerned about them thinking that you're better than them. Because why? Because they're trying to be better than themselves. You trying to be better than who you are every day. You're reaching to be a better person. You all are. So nobody's looking at each other and saying, oh, what you think you better than me because you can do this or you, you know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't have to dim your light when you are dealing with people that is wanting to move in the same direction that you want to move. They want to be better. They want to be the best versions of themselves. You don't have to dim your light. But see, it was one point that he was he was just trying to fit in the mold when he had more to offer himself. And so I'm so glad he snapped out of that. So I'm going to um, end this show soon, but I want to share with y'all, if y'all look at the date, today is one one one, And every now and then I talk to y'all about numbers. I don't go too deep, but, you know, I don't want to go over y'all head. But this is how... The universe conversates with us is through numbers. You know, as I said before, you know, you think about everything is identified by numbers. You know, when you buy something, that's a number. You know, the license plate on your car, that's a number. Your address is a number. Social security number. Everything is numbers, 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 numbers. And 111, I'm just going to give you all a little bit because I want that to be a part of your homework, is to look it up yourself. What is the spiritual meaning behind 111? Well, it is the universe speaking to us. That is a master number. What is the one? One is the beginning. It's the beginning. So one, one, one is like the beginning. If you see that on your clock, on your receipt or whatever, that's like, you know, the universe, God talking to you, like pay attention, pay attention to your emotions at that time. Are you, you know, angry? Are you happy? You know, it is a number that means a spiritual awakening. It's time to wake up, time to wake up, guys. And I found that very interesting that this title came to me on this date because that is a number that means, you know, spiritual awakening is a number of a new beginning number is a number of make your wish how you want your life to be. Pay attention to your emotions. So if you see that number, and I'm sure you all probably will see it now that I brought it to your attention because you've been seeing it, but if you are not awakened, you didn't pay it any attention. That's what it is. You know what I mean? And 2 2020 is the number of union. What is one and one is two? Two people. That's union. Union. You know what I mean? Manifestation. So... I want you guys to really start taking your life serious. I know you probably saying, oh, Adrian, I take my life serious. But do you? Do you really? Because I know I fall short in some areas of taking my life serious. And I'm sure if I fall short and I'm still working, I'm, we all are working, you know, working at it. Because at the end of the day, whatever you're filling your life up with, Know this, it's not going with you to the grave. And that's some deep stuff right there. It is not going with you to your grave. So I had to learn how to stop chasing money and let the money come to me. Stop 
chasing a situation and let it come to me. Meaning like if if I want to have, you know, this type of dream come true, business, you know what I'm saying? These goals, these visions, work towards it and then let it unfold the way it's going to unfold. If you got to make some adjustments along the way, then make the adjustments. But don't force the dream. Don't force the vision that you are wanting. Because when you force it, that means you're in lack. That means, you know, you're being needy. And all that does is push it away. You get what I'm saying? That dream, that vision, that goal, that person or whatever, it pushes it away when you have the energy of, I need this now. I need it. No, not you need it. I would love to have it. I would love for that dream to come true. I would love for that vision to become a reality. I would love to experience that. That is the way we need to talk. I would love to experience that. At the end of it all, guys, at the end of it all, will you be happy with your life? Will you be happy with your journey? Will you be happy with with the things that you experience through life? And I don't mean that, you know, if it's any traumas that you experience, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the things that you um, wanted to experience. Let's say it that way. The things that you wanted to experience. Or let's, let's go back there. Will you be happy with the way you dealt with traumas in your life? Are you still holding on to the traumas that happened in your life? How about that? Or are you learning how to release the traumas, the things, the disappointments, the, you know, things that didn't benefit you, okay? Emotionally, physically, mentally. Are you working towards releasing those things? Because at the end of it all, it's going to go away anyway. So learn how to release it today because you know when you hold on to things, it causes a disease in your body. Disease in your body, which is a disease in your body. When you hold on to things, when you hold on to unforgiveness and you hold on to anger and you hold on to shame or blame or those emotions, it starts breaking down your internal body starts messing with your mentality. You hear what I'm saying? And we don't want that. We want to focus on the things that benefit us to to connect with our higher selves and to be the best versions of ourselves. That's what we want, right? So remember, at the end of it all, all the things that happened to you in your past, all the things that people have done to you in your past, it will be non-existent because you have you will be transcending to a whole nother world. So I just want y'all to think on that. I don't think we take the time. Sometimes we, we want to feel the pain for some reason because that's another thing that 
I think we become codependent on, you know, some of us become codependent on pain. Some of us become codependent on pity. Some of us become codependent on the victim mentality. And what is that doing for you? Is it elevating you? Is it helping you to grow? Is it helping you to, you know, move through life the way you really want to move through life? Is it helping you to gain the things in life that you want to gain? Or are you so consumed with that negative uh, energy that you can't even see the possibilities of the things that you can gain in this time, space, and reality? Are you so hung up on all the people that treated you bad or the people that disappointed you that you can have people or someone in your life that will be loyal to you, that will be beneficial to your growth or beneficial to, you know, you learning different things about yourself because that's what we do. We connect to each other to teach each other different things about ourselves, different things that we need to get rid of and different things that we need to do more of. That's what relationships are all about, connections and union. That's what it's supposed to be about anyway. So guys, remember that at the end of it all, write it down. What are the things that you have been putting off? What are, you know, the things that within your heart, your soul, the core of your being, you've always wanted to do? What is it? Write it down. When we look at it on paper, what are the things? And ask yourself, what is it that I have allowed to hold me back all this time from pursuing that thing, that person, that career, that job, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? What is it? What is the, what is the fear? Why is it that I'm in fear? Because that's false evidence appearing real. That's what fear is. It's trickery in our brain to make us believe that everything just going to go to pieces <laughs> when, when it's going to probably be something very beautiful. And as I told one of my clients that sometimes when you think, you know, you're going to get something good and it doesn't turn out the way you think you want it to turn out, it's still good. It's crazy as that, as that sounds. It's still good because you, you just got to find out what is the good out of it. That's what you got to do. So, guys, I'm going to leave y'all with that at the end of it all. And all this chaos and one of the songs that have been playing in my head all week is just an illusion. I, I think it was Bee Gees. I don't, I don't remember the group, but it's just an illusion and all this confusion. Y'all know that. I don't know how to sing. so. <laughs> but that song kept playing in my head this week. So I say to y'all, it's an illusion and all the confusion that's going on around the world. It's just an illusion to make you believe that you can't do, you can't have, you can't, you know what I mean? Be that person that you really want to be. It's an illusion. And that is what you have to fight through is the confusion of it all. 
And you have to start believing in yourself. You have to start getting yourself back up on, you know, that horse, that imaginary horse and galloping away, you know. That's what we got to do, guys, okay? So I just want to thank you guys for tuning in. And make sure you share the show to those who you believe could benefit from this show. I'm sure anybody can in some way. Um, thank you for supporting my books, Visionary Dream, a 90-Day Journal, and Transform Your Life, um, Discover Your Purpose, available on Amazon. Just type in April Adion, A-D-I-O-O-N, oh, excuse me, O-N-N-E, I'm sorry, <laughs> Williams, and, um, yeah, tune in to the TV show, Adion, Your Dream Pusher, on uh, my YouTube channel as well. You can see up to episode four, working on episode five, because we've been putting a lot of work and some real exciting things coming your way. I'm so excited about it. Oh, my gosh. So until next week, guys, remember, at the end of it all, you know, you're still here for a reason. You got breath in your body, you know, be grateful for that. That means that you have another day to begin again. You have another day to start anew and make the best choice for you, okay? So until next week, guys, I love y'all. Peace. The Chronicles of Living. We can be whatever we dream. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Chronicles of Living podcast, where you find only the highest vibrations. Remember, you are extraordinary. And if you're pursuing your dreams, we're proud of you. Because the best part of life is when you decide to live. Something better is always possible if you're willing to work for it and fight for it. Stay updated with Adion by visiting chroniclesofliving.com or stay connected through social media by following at Chronicles of Living. Until next time, your dream pusher, Adion.